Praise the Lord. As I mentioned earlier, and I I know our time is short, and I I <clears throat> listened as we were charged on that Friday night to release the anointing, and they talked about <clears throat> the anointing, and I I realized then <clears throat> and asked us to <clears throat> go to our local churches and pray for a release of the anointing and. I recognize that some may not understand what that is and that are here. Some of us that have been in and around apostolic church services understand the anointing or the use of that word, but it goes back to the anointing of what was the high priest. You see one picture there uh, of anointing the high priest and then later the anointing of, that's the anointing of David as a shepherd boy and the anointing that uh, would go on kings and you say, well, I'm not a high priest or you know, a lot of times people talk about uh, that thinking it's sort of only for ministers or preachers and or they'll say I'm not a, a king or a leader so therefore I don't have it and yet we know that when Jesus died uh, <clears throat> the veil in the temple was torn from top to bottom releasing the presence of the Lord releasing the spirit of the Lord releasing access to the presence of Almighty God and so what we would say to you is that there is no distinction uh, from me, the Holy Ghost I get, from the Holy Ghost anybody else gets, from the presence of God that I have that anybody else has. Have we, uh, you know, have ministers, are, are they worthy of honor? Yes, as the fivefold plan of God as a gift to the church, sure, we honor and we honor uh, those that are serving and doing their best to uh, spend a life, live a life in service to God, but recognizing that that same anointing that flowed on all of us or flows in us or through us can flow in all of us. Amen. There is no distinction. There is no separation. And that's why we encourage everyone to get baptized in Jesus' name. I want to tell you, I didn't get baptized in any other name. I went down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I don't care from the highest official, whether it's Brother Bernard or for the lowest saint that walks in a church somewhere in, uh, on an Indian reservation or, or in Canada at a back of uh, a little town logging community. Community, they are going to have the access to the same presence of Almighty God that we have right here today. And that's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And that's what it's all about. And yet, why then do, you know, what do you mean about releasing it? And I think the song that they sang, I speak Jesus and I speak the name of Jesus is so important. Why? Because David wrote, 
in Psalms 133, and it's a short little chapter, three verses, and, and describes the anointing. He said, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. unity. He said, It is like... <coughs> It is like the precious ointment, the anointing oil on the head that ran down the beard, even Aaron's beard, Aaron being the first high priest, that went down to the skirts of his garments as the dew of Hermon, as the dew that descended on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the Everybody say it. Blessing, even life. The anointing was accompanied by a few things. One was a spirit of unity. Being united. And that's why I don't, there were over 15,000 that were registered, I don't know how many came, I don't know how many stayed to the last service, the last night, I know our family was all sitting there, then when we stood and we began to pray and ask for God to send the anointing, with lifted our voice with all of that conference, 10, 12, 15,000, maybe more, that went into that building and asking why? Because there's something about being united together when we pray and say, Lord, we need your anointing. We need your presence. We need your spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Let's just do that one more time. Let's raise our hands. Hallelujah. And ask the Lord to pour out his presence and blessing. Oh, hallelujah. 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 It's like the dew of Hermon. It's like the dew that descended on the mountain of Zion. What are you saying? This anointing went from the top of the head to the bottom of the feet. And I want to tell you something. When you get the Holy Ghost, <clears throat> I know some people just say, well, receive the Holy Ghost and they get a little touch. <clears throat> the anointing I, that they gave the high priest and the anointing of the Holy Ghost that I, I'm telling you, you can have, it'll touch you from here yeah. Think about it. Yes. Yes. to there. And I understand, not everybody's demonstrative, and I'm not asking you to run the aisles and swing from the chandeliers and climb the walls and hoop and holler. But at some point, and I know you know you hear me say this all the time, and I, I, I get it. I, I know when you're in a game or when you're doing whatever, you might be a little more demonstrative, and I, I preached about that last week. I'm not going there again. But the fact is, this thing is designed... <clears throat> to get in your mind all the way down to how you feel, how you walk, how you talk. Yeah. Whoo, 
and if it doesn't change and do that, then you need to say, Lord, I release the anointing. I, I remember many years ago, we had a, a, a minister friend of, of ours who uh, pastored in the same town in Lone Oak, and he and his wife uh, were, um, they, uh, I know we're online and I'm not speaking bad, but they were Methodist and, and they went to a meeting. They called themselves Methacost. And, and, and they had received, she had received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And, and he told me, he said, you know, he said, I, I, I just think we Methodists keep the Holy Ghost in a little box. And he said, because you guys just let it. F Amen. And I said, okay. And I, and, and I felt like how sad that you would keep this in a little box. I don't know. You remember him saying that, keeping this in a little box? And I, I, I don't know, my wife later, I don't, maybe before that had written the song about Mary's alabaster box and breaking it open in the room, filling with the, oh, you know what? I, I, I'm okay if you have a little tiny bit of Holy Ghost, but I'm asking you this year, we need it. We need you to break that open. I don't, you know, why don't you just give it a try? Raise your hand a little bit. When a finger or two a little bit. Who knows? You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not telling you you got to let it get in your feet like somebody else or get in your voice, but I'm telling you we need to release the anointing and because we need a blessing on this world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What are you saying? Here we are. Uh, all right. And, and so he said, like the dew, and he said, the Lord commanded the, everyone said the word, what was it? Do we need a, do we have a world that needs a blessing? Amen. <laughs> the next word was life. Do we need a world with all the COVID, with all the other Cancer, you name it. Do we need life? Not only life, but life more. Yeah, we're praying for life, healing of the body, but we're also praying for life of the soul. <laughs> we're praying for miracles. We're praying for revival. We're praying for all of that. I, we we stayed in a, in a in a in a motel right across the street from the convention center that had the exhibits and had the place. And and yet in that large motel, uh, Rosen Plaza or whatever it was called, there were meeting rooms. And we uh, you had to park your car way back in a parking garage. And I would let my family off front and. Then and drive around the back and walk through. And when I went through the lobby, I saw COS stickers everywhere. And I didn't know what COS was. I, I had heard of it. I would read about it a little bit. But they were having a meeting there. All these people were there. And it's Convention of States. And they're all about Amendment 5 whatever. 
One of them, I saw him, I said, what's going on? I was walking back. And it goes back to New England and the snake and join or die. And you, you know what their meeting is all about? That they are trying to get states, and they've got 16, to form a convention to tell the federal government they've overstepped their bounds. Because back in our Constitution, it was written that if the federal government ever had too much control, the states could peacefully meet and retake control. I'm not speaking for it or against it or telling you whatever. I'm telling you, that was going on in our, our lobby. Of, I mean, not lobby, but down in the back where the, all the convention meetings were at the motel. And it just reminded me of how divided the spirit that we have free-flowing in the world and it's not just here but Italy and I, I, I pick up on the elections 5149 4947 mm. I'm divided huh here we have a group of people that are trying to get states to fight the I mean to me, anybody in bureaucracy was, now we got states wanting to fight the federal government. I'm not telling you good, bad, or otherwise. I'm telling you there's a spirit loose in the world today, and it will attack you and your family. It will attack because it said, Oh, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in. How easy it is to get been out of shape. You know, go from zero to a hundred. Somebody pulled in my parking spot. Somebody did something to me. Somebody crossed the line. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. I'm, I am not, I'm not taking it. I'm not putting up with it. What you have to recognize is that the, all of that does is just stops the anointing from being able to flow. Why? Because the anointing of the Lord is supposed to bring blessing and it's supposed to bring life and it's, suppo- and it's very hard to bless somebody out with when you're trying to bless them out. Do you follow the distinction? And so when it comes time to releasing the spirit, a lot of times we release another spirit. And I'm here to remind us, and they didn't go into all of this at General Conference, but I'm here to remind us that there is a process whereby we can go to release the Spirit. You, You remember the children of Israel came out of deliverance. They had just seen great miracles as has already been mentioned. I, I've mentioned some. I could go around. Brother David started this morning talking about the miracles, the miracles, the miracles, the miracles. Sister Lubdisa is a miracle. I, just in the last year, the miracles, the miracles. Oh, have
have we had some major what we might feel like were not miracles that were overwhelming defeats but yet there was a miracle in brother Tracy's passing away he got to do it just where he wanted it how he wanted I'm telling you there's a miracle sitting there with his mom and dad here in church today what are you saying miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle and yet immediately they lost faith they got anxious they began to worry and all of that was designed to somehow stop them from entering the promised land and it seems like the more you know it's like and I quit praying a year ago I, I, I quit praying for God what could happen next because I've been seeing what all could happen next yeah. I'm just saying I have to speak Jesus over it all and yet I got to do it through the to release the anointing as first Peter says said it like this likewise you younger submit yourselves unto the elder yea all of you be subject all of you everybody say all of you be subject oh, submit one to another and be clothed with humility what is the first thing people see on you is it your humility? Or are you clothed with anger, frustration? Don't talk to me. For God resists the proud, gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care on him, for he careth for you. And be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion walking about, seeking whom he may destroy. Devour. Sorry, the word devour. <laughs> let, me, let me just tell you, the spirit that's out there, I... I'm not saying the COS has a bad spirit. They may all be wonderful. But there is a spirit that will eat you up yes. when you start finding fault. Yes. Nobody's doing it. But when you start picking out flaws, I can see a lot of them. And I can see a lot of them in a lot of folks. And guess what? The more I'm looking at that is the less I'm looking at him and the less I'm looking for an opportunity to release the anointing. That's good, Pastor. He said, resist steadfast in the faith. In the faith. In the faith in what? My faith in her? Sorry, no. Not my faith in her. Not my faith in me, not my, but my faith that God, you are able. Knowing that the same affliction, I'm the only one that's going through it. I'm the only one that's has a try. I'm the only one that's had a burden. I, I looked over that sea of people and I, I thought, I know there's not a minister out here that hasn't gone through it this year. 
There's not, not only not a minister, but there's not a saint in any church that hasn't been bombarded in the last year. As accomplished in your brethren that are in the world, and then if you expand that to the world, and the process is, and I, I'm going to stop. I, I've got more slides. We'll finish them tonight. I, I know you're... I'd ask Brother Galoni today. He's got a family thing. It, it, what, what happened was just, uh, he, he told me, he said he was coming here instead of general conference. So in my mind, I'm coming home on Saturday. So I thought he was going back to California on Saturday. <clears throat> so I said, well, I already have Wednesday night set up, but whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to finish. Here's what he said. Submit one to another. Everybody say Submission. Is that easy? No, it's hard. It's hard, especially when you've got people that you think are a doofus. I mean, I'm trying to be nice, but I can only take seeing so many people cross the Rio Grande and then knowing my son-in-law is fixing to get on a plane. Maybe that just goes down easy with you, but it doesn't go down easy with me. And then I have to think, you know what? Somebody is in some office somewhere that needs a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's goofy. I need to chew them out. No, I've got to release the anointing. I, 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 I talked to Sister Susan this week about Brother Larry, and I know some of those nurses up there, and, and I'm sorry uh, if you're watching and you're from a nurse up there, not all of them, but some of them aren't doing their job. And I understand you, you have to go to HR and tell them what they're doing that's wrong, and you can inform them, but then you've got to be willing to come down out of that spirit fast enough to say, now I want to bless them. Yeah because they need a blessing. I don't know what they're going through in their personal life or home life. Uh, I can, I, that doesn't mean that I am a, 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 you know, that doesn't mean that I don't contact the, the government about my son-in-law. Doesn't mean that I don't contact the nurse. Doesn't mean that I don't, but I watch what spirit's coming out of me because I know there's a spirit that wants to attach itself to whatever I'm saying or doing and it stops me from releasing the anointing and the presence of Almighty God. Is this making sense? And the only way I know to make sure that I, I, I keep the right spirit is that I, I remember, am I submitted to one to another? Am I, am I humble? Because, you know, I can sit back and go, well, something's going on. What's going on? And then not only, he didn't say, you know, most people say, well, I can submit to God because God's bigger than me. But yeah, but can I submit one to another? That's a little harder. If somebody that's got authority over you says you need to pray. Huh. <clears throat> And y'all may look at me kind of crazy, but my family has, a long time ago, I gave them the right to tell me, you know, hey, Dad, you need to pray. Hey, Mom, you need to... hey, honey, you need to pray. <laughs> well, you don't tell me. That makes me, that offends me. You telling me to pray. Humility. Huh? 
Why? Because my job and your job, if we've been anointed, is to release some anointing. Oh, and you say, but you don't know why overwhelmed I am. Then it's time to bundle all of that up. Throw it behind you. Casting all. You know why? Because when you're overburdened and when you're worried and when you're anxious, you can't bless anybody else. Because you know who your eyes are on? Me and my situation and my... And you think, why has the enemy come in like a flood to attack, to attack, to attack? It's so that we get our eyes off of releasing the anointing. So we've got to cast our cares on him, knowing that he cares for us. And that phrase just struck me, knowing that he cares for us. That's why we pray, our Father. That's why we say, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my provider. What are you doing? That's why we begin to, sometimes I have to come in and worship God. Why? Because I, I got to remember who's watching out for me. And if I, as a father, know how to give good gifts to my children, do I trust God enough that, Lord, you know where we are? You know what we can handle? I can say, I couldn't take it if I, wait a minute. Daddy knows. Dad loves. <laughs> Be sober. <laughs> don't, don't, don't try to drown yourself out. And we've got so much technology now that we can numb ourselves, whether it's from a bottle or a pill or just, you know, uh, I'm going to just watch. I can watch the whole 24-hour season in one Thank God MASH has 22 seasons or Friends has 174 episodes. Huh? None of y'all have ever been inclined to want to do that. I know. Just zone out. He said, don't do it right now. Get sober. Be sober. What does that mean? Don't, don't escape from this. And be vigilant. Why? Because you've got to spot it when the devil tries to hook a spirit into your spirit. He is walking to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. And that spirit will eat you up. You let it grow. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody in here has had to deal with that spirit. You can get offended so... Don't 
talk to me. I'm, and what it does is it keeps you from releasing the anointing. And that's why I think our organization just took a whole week almost and preached about the Spirit. And they didn't tell them what to preach, but we're just asking, let us release the anointing. Resist steadfast. Remembering we're not alone in our afflictions. Go ahead. We're going to stand again. I know we've prayed, but I and I, you're welcome to come to the front again. But we are going to specifically ask. I, whether it's the gifts of the Spirit from, you know, the operating, and we have had those, and we have those, a gift of faith, gift of miracles, gift of tongues, interpretation, all of those things. We, I want you to come. We're just going to one more time in a unity. We're going to ask the Lord to release the Holy Ghost and to remind us how we have to release the Holy Ghost. Why? Because we're, we're fighting spiritual battles, folks. You say, well, I don't understand this. I don't understand. And I've had people tell me, it's not me. It's not me. This isn't who I am. There was something came out of my mouth. Actions. And I'm going, who is this? Anybody ever? Anybody ever sat down at night and thought, oh, oh, I'm sorry, don't have to raise your hand. But thought, where did that come from? Try to figure it out. Let me tell you where it came from. It came from the spirits that are trying to overwhelm you, trying to produce anxiety, frustration, fear. Anybody know what I'm talking about? All of a sudden, I'm just like, I, I'm just there. I'm there, sorry. You may not be there, but I'm there. And you go, Pastor, I don't know what happened. Let me tell you what you've got to do to counterpunch that. Grab some humility. Put it on. Go back into the presence of God. Begin to worship. Thank God. Why? I've got to release the anointing right now. I need it. Whomever I just got through chewing out needed it. Oh.